0: what's good y'all what's going on Fatboy boy chronicles uh just popping on here y'all to tell y'all a little bit about flipboard flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work life and play choose from thousands of topics to personalize flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24 7. i use flipboard it's great it's awesome it's dope y'all should use it too Get started now at flipboard.com. Yeah, what's up, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles? Um, so I'm gonna talk about a little something else, and this will probably be my last little one for today. <sighs> I don't know if I should talk about this because this might not be the most popular thing on the planet to talk about, but I'm finna talk about racism in this country. It is utterly disgusting. It's terrible. Um, Ever since, and I've seen this, and people will sit here and say, oh, well, there was racism with Obama and all this. Listen, listen, listen. When Donald Trump was elected. I've seen the true colors of this country. And don't get me wrong, I love this country. I would rather, I would not rather be anywhere else other than the motherland. But I love this country. And the reason I love this country is the freedom, the freedoms that we are allowed to have. Um, Having said that, I also recognize the racist systems that have been put in place. Uh, and put upon my people uh, since before slavery. Actually, I can't even say before slavery. I'm going to say slavery. Slavery was the 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 racist when the real racist situation started. Um, we don't get any respect as African Americans in this country simply because of the color of our skin which is completely sad. I feel like I wasn't even around in the 60s and 70s, but I've talked to enough people to understand what went on in the 60s and 70s. And a lot of the things that are going on in this country right now, pertaining to racist situations um, happened in the 60s and 70s. It's almost like we've turned the clock back and we, we just don't care. And that's pretty sad that um, we've gotten to this point uh, pertaining to racism and different things like that. I have never been called the N-word so much in my life, Uh, 36 years old, and I grew up around everybody. Again, for those who don't know me, I grew up in San Francisco. Um, California, born in Chicago, Illinois. I moved away from Chicago when I was three years old. So growing up in San Francisco, if nobody's ever been there, it is a melting pot of cultures um, from, from everywhere in the world. So I grew up around a little bit of everybody um, and I've never seen the amount of racism that I see now. It's sad Um, and it's hard for me as an African-American man to walk down the street every day. I really literally have to look over my shoulder um, and worry if somebody's going to shoot me today or Or you know if the police go stop me is it gonna be a simple stop or is it gonna be where I lose my life and I don't get to go home to my daughter and it's pretty sad as a black man and I have to worry about these different things that are going on in this country Um, because of the color of my skin I did not choose my skin tone Uh, my parents chose my skin tone and I feel like we as african-americans a lot of time we take the brunt of everything and we've contributed so much to this country and yet this country does not and honestly at a time it may not have ever loved us Um, in the Constitution it says things prohibiting slaves or uh, descendants of slaves uh, You know, from getting certain things and having certain situations uh, and certain rights. Um, I do not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I do not respect it. Um, What is said in the Pledge of Allegiance is so disrespectful. It's not even funny. Honestly, I don't even know why anyone of color would stand and listen to that. Yes, we live in the U.S. Yes, we live in this country. Yes, Uh, most of us were born here, but that does not mean we have to subscribe to the bullshit that goes on here. Yeah, and having said that, um, my question is how do we get back to respecting one another and looking at each other differently? Uh, Because when I was, I'm sorry, when I grew up in the 80s and 90s, there was racism but it was not as blatant as it is now like we literally have people walking down the street uh, alt-right and different things like that Um, things that happened in the 60s and the 70s even the 50s and the 40s are happening Uh, right now as we speak uh, we we're in a new year uh, and happy new year to everybody Um, So I'm optimistic as to see what happens when it comes to race relations in our country and and where we will move forward with that. Um, Again, I'm not naive to anything that has went on in this country. The systems that are set up for young black men to fail and black women uh, to fail um, have been in, in place for many, 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 many years. Before we were even thought of. And we those structures need to be torn down. Those structures and those ideologies and those different things that uh, were, oh, I guess, okay to everybody else in the beginning or other people um, are not okay now. It's time to change things. It's time to be accepting of one's skin tone, of one's... Thinking of one's living environment, you have to, you know, understand and be relatable to everybody. Um, my problem with this country is that the first thing it does not recognize is racism, and that's sad in, within itself because um, we've contributed so much here, so 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 much. Uh and yet we do not reap the compensation from it. We do not reap the benefits from it. We do not ex not, we do not get included into things that we needed to be included in. Um, and we probably never, ever, ever will. Again, I would rather not be anywhere else other than the motherland. But at the same time, I recognize the things that are going on in this country and something has to change. Again when I said in the beginning Donald Trump uh, got elected, I saw racism at its height and I seen the true nature of this country. when Obama was elected, I did not see the racism. I saw togetherness. I saw people who were willing to help out one another and put each other, uh, you know, in a good in a good space and help each other achieve bigger and better goals. When he was elected, uh, Donald Trump was elected. Uh, it all changed, and I seen America's true colors. And I thought. Growing up, I was like, man, this country, it's not a—it's not all that bad. It's not as racist as, I, you know, people making it out to be. I am totally wrong. My biggest problem is that I have a biracial child. And my biracial child, I want her to have every advantage on the planet. And I want her to understand her place not just as a biracial woman and I'm not even gonna say biracial I'm gonna call her a black woman as a black woman she has to know her place and she has to understand where she stands in this world because she can achieve anything she wants to achieve but if people are constantly looking at her skin tone and denying her different things I want her to understand. There, is, there are ways to make your own way in this world without any other people's assistance or help. Um, but going back to the racism, um, I just feel like it, it's time to move on from that. We, we have a very dark history pertaining to racism. And it's time to move on from that dark history. It's time for us, everybody to come together it's not even about a skin color or a skin tone it's about people and people need to come together it's not even a race this race is better people need to come together what's good y'all what's going on fat boy chronicles i just popped on here to talk a little bit about anchor and let y'all know a little bit about anchor if you're already on anchor you already know the great things about it but for the people that don't know or for the people that's listening and just finding out about anchor anchor is a one-stop shop for recording hosting and distributing your podcast best of all it's 100 percent free and ridiculously easy to use and now anchor can match you with great sponsors too so you can get paid to podcast i actually uh started doing the sponsor thing with anchor and it's working out great so far uh, to get yours started and to get your anchor started, go to anchor.fm slash start. Yeah, Fat Boy Chronicles, um, I'm gonna talk about, uh, well, I just got to talking about, uh, the NFL and its blatant racism. Um, I kind of want to talk about, uh, 2018 and what I think actually I ain't even going to talk about that I'm going to talk about something different Um, I'm going to talk about why we should give the youth a little more headway and why we should steer them in the right direction instead of letting them veer off into their own thing and why I think the youth now will shape the future in a good way not a negative way um so I hear a lot of people and I was one of these people too at one time um about the youth and the different things that that are going on and the different things that they do uh differently than what we did in the 80s and the 90s um first I'm gonna start by saying this I was born in 81 Um, my high school years were in the nineties. I, I lived through a lot of things, uh, the eighties, I lived through Reaganomics. Um, I'll talk about that in another, another segment of Reaganomics. A lot of people don't even know the whole situation with the Reaganomics and the Contras and the, you know, uh, Oliver North and that whole thing and them flooding the hood with cocaine and, and different drugs and different things uh, in the early 80s, um, but I will get into that another time, but I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and I was a grown-ass man in the 2000s, but in the 80s and the 90s, things were different, things were, you know, uh, completely separate, uh, completely separate from, uh, what it is now, um, I feel like back in the day was more, uh, it was more togetherness, uh, particularly with black folks. Um, And I'm not, again, I'm gonna say these things, but I'm gonna say this right now. Never have I ever been a racist. I'm not a racist at all. I might say some things that might hit a nerve, but never have I ever been racist. I have a biracial child. Who's nine years old, love my daughter to death. Um, so, again, I will, you'll hear some things, but again, understand that I am not racist at all. Um, my problem is not, uh, my problem with a lot of the old heads getting at the younger ones is that the fact that they, don't understand or don't relate to a lot of what they're what what the kids are doing nowadays and really to be honest Older people that are 30 and up It's really not your place to understand or to relate what these kids are doing their children Um, We were kids at one time we did things that our parents didn't want us to do we listened to music our parents didn't want us to listen to Um We did all kind of stuff behind our parents' back, and these kids do the same exact thing. The only problem is we didn't have social media back in the day, we have social media now, which is why everything is on Front Street and in the open, which is not always a good thing, but it is what it is. Um, I think a lot of times uh, the disconnect comes from the lack of respect from the youngsters, But you also have to realize that, uh, you know, the 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 lack of respect from the youngsters start from home. So if they're not respecting their parents, how do you expect them to respect anybody else? Um, And I'm not telling anybody how to raise their kids. You raise your kids however you want to raise your kids. That's your business. Those are your children. But what I'm saying is, is that a lot of these older people need to be more relatable to these youngsters and teach instead of sitting here and blaming them and talking about what well, they're so stupid and they're so dumb and they're so this and they're so that. True enough, yes, these youngsters uh do have big issues and they have problems. Yeah, so you know, they they they're learning on the fly just like us. You know, we had to learn on the fly as well and i think older heads again 30 and up uh need to take it easy a little bit on these youngsters these youngsters are are going to be great i'm telling you right now i see it a lot of the the racism that we dealt with in the 80s and the 90s you will not be seeing that anymore um you'll see it but it'll it'll start to die out because uh again these kids are not interested in race they're interested in in getting ahead and gaining um and yes there are some who who delve in drugs and do different things and uh stuff like that goes on true enough but at the same time uh you have to understand that these children are dealing with totally different things than than what we were dealing with Also, you know, our parents were a lot more strict. Um, These parents nowadays, not so much. Again, you raise your kids however you want to. I just see, as, as a parent, I just see them not being strict enough or disciplining enough. But... That's sidetracking to what I'm I'm saying about the youngsters. I want everybody to give these youngsters a chance. There was a time they didn't want to give us a chance, and we just took that chance. And we turned it in, some of us turned it into some great. Some of us didn't see our greatness. Some of us died in them streets. But whatever it was, uh, we were allowed to do that. Again, I grew up in a time where, you know, dudes was getting shot a lot. Um, I, I lived through the Rodney King situation. I lived through the O.J. trial, that whole thing. Um, I've I've seen a lot in my in my 36 years. Um, that would give people nightmares, but not once did anybody discourage me from being great. Um, and I think that's what a lot of these older heads out here are you know especially when it comes to hip-hop music a lot of these older heads are ah oh, this is garbage this is rum- mumble rap and different things well i can remember a time in hip-hop when in the 90s parents did just did not understand and will smith made a song about that because really hip-hop was never made for older people to understand hip-hop was made for youngsters and young people and yes the art form is still there but it's different. It's evolved, and that's the that's the thing people have to realize is that it's evolving, and it'll it'll get back to where it was. It's just evolved into something completely different, and that's fine. Um, I don't have no problems with that. I love what these youngsters are doing. I love what's going on. That we're getting more youngsters who are making more money doing different things pertaining to hip hop and other businesses in other areas than we've ever seen before when i was youngster and when i was a youngster i couldn't even do half of the things that these kids can do now these kids are going to be amazing i'm telling you right now you just have to give them a chance to grow and to and to mature a lot of them are like 18 19 years old you have to understand we were 18 19 at one time we did some of the dumbest shit on the planet. And yes, our parents didn't want us to listen to DMX. Our parents didn't want us to listen to Biggie or Pac. Our parents didn't want us to listen to Wu-Tang, but we listened to it. Nirvana, uh, any, any, anything back in the day, Marilyn Manson, any of that. Our parents didn't want us to hear none of that, but we listened to it. And now, you know, parents are, well, this music is this, and they old heads is just out here talking bad about the kids let these kids live let them do whatever they're gonna do because at the end of the day they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do and we just sound like a bunch of bitter old people sitting there complaining about these youngsters just stop just stop just stop and let them grow and let them be great Because I see a lot of potential in a lot of them. And they're going to be great. And they're going to make this country better. Because right now this country sucks. And I'll get into that in another segment. But this country sucks. Alright y'all I'm out. Fatboy Chronicles get at me. Alright so... Fatboy boy chronicles <laughs> i said that was the last one but um i'm kind of liking this little podcast thing so i'm gonna keep doing it until i feel like i don't want to do it no more so i want to talk about why the fuck excuse my language why the hell are we still in afghanistan what is the reason behind it um i have an idea but i'm not really sure so i won't speak on that um But I just don't understand it. We've been at this quote-unquote war long enough. Uh, It is time to pull out of that region and bring everybody home. Um, And honestly, I've never understood the U.S. And I've never understood why we always stick our nose in places that it does not belong. I get it. You know, we're one of the superpowers, if you want to call it that. Um, in, in the in the world. But at the same time, I just don't understand why we poke our nose in things that we have no business poking our nose in. Again, we poked our nose in Vietnam and got our ass kicked. And in Afghanistan we've done the same and we've gotten our ass kicked. So I don't understand why we keep going through these different rhetorics and these different uh, things W- pertaining to war and pertaining to uh, dealing with other people's problems. I, I we have plenty of problems here uh, racism, homelessness, uh, people uh, that the, the wages are not matching their, their 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 living and what they have to live on. Um, it's sad it's pretty it's it's pretty bad um, that we keep butting our noses and stuff and we're not fixing the things that are going on in this country. We have a lot of things that we need to fix over here before we start butting our noses in other people's stuff. A lot of people, uh, in other countries, their things have been going on for thousands and thousands of years and yet we step in there like we're gonna do something and in the end we get our asses kicked. this isn't back in the day when World War One, World War Two, and all the other wars and all that stuff was going on. This is completely different. This is a time right now, like the, the money that's been spent over there is in, in the trillions. Um, and it's just time for us to pull up out of there. It's time for us to bring them home. It's time, it's sad that we continue to have these young men and women over here and they come they come home with PTSD and different things going on with them and uh, can't function correctly in society because of the different things that have went on while they were doing their tour of duty overseas. I, for one, um, never, never been to the military. Um, I, I could have gone, I didn't, I chose not to. Um, I felt like as a black man, um, we're, <laughs> our history with the military is not all that great. Um, and also the military I noticed does not take care of their veterans correctly. And I think that's a travesty in itself and never will I ever serve a country who treats its veterans like shit. Um, and it's pretty damn sad. My grandfather is actually, uh, an army vet. My uncle is a Navy vet. Uh, they both passed away, but um, I have military family. I have friends that have been in the military and are in the military as we speak. And I just feel like the military within itself is just, it, it's its sad right now. Um, the direction in the military, they're here to defend us, but at the same time, these young men and young women are very, very young when they go in, very young. And I'm talking 18, 19 years old. They're not. Their brains aren't even fully developed properly uh, to deal with the bull that they see on the daily. Um, I've heard so many stories, I can't even name them all. But I just think it's a big issue and a big problem. Um, That we have not pulled out of that region yet and we're still continuing to be in that region I think it's mostly because of oil, but at the same time We need to pull our young men and women out of that region quickly as possible. All right, y'all All All right, I'm gonna make a brief. I have made a little video a little uh, Blog already, but I'm gonna make it real brief. These are the things I want to improve on in 2018 Uh, The first thing is my relationship with my family, my brother, my brothers, uh, my sisters, uh, my mom, everybody. I just want to improve my relationship with them. I want to help my brothers achieve what they need to achieve and be great at. And um, in the process, I also want to make sure that my mom is cool and she's taken care of and things like that. And my daughter as well. I want to improve the relationship with my daughter. She needs me now more than ever, and I know that, and I need to improve on that. Secondly, I want to improve my relationship uh, with my friends and my, you know, people I associate with and different things like that. I just want to say real quick that uh, anybody I've ever offended, anybody I've ever held a grudge against, anybody I ever felt a way about, I'm letting that shit go. Um, It's 2018. I, I can't. Keep holding the shit in. I have to let it go. So anybody I had a beef with, anybody I had a problem with, anybody that I, you know, damn near went to blows with, anything like that. My sincere apologies. I was in a bad place. My mind was not right. And I'm ready to improve those relationships that were those bridges that were burned. I'm ready to improve them Um, with whoever it is. I don't care who it is. Hit me up. Y'all know where to find me. Um, number three, I I want to make sure that um, I'm a better man in the future. Um, I'm I'm working on my goals as far as you know career and different things like that, and I want to make sure that I'm able to provide and do the things necessary in my future. Um, number four, I would like to be married. I'm hope I'm hoping by the end of the year. Um, hopefully, I'm praying, but. um I just want to make sure that whoever I marry um, that I'm a better man uh, than I was previous to in my other marriage. I want to make sure I'm a better man for her. I want to make sure that I'm the right kind of man for her and that I'm a provider and do the things necessary and I don't have to lean on her. I can just do what I got to do uh, as a man and take care of my responsibilities. Number four, I want to make sure that uh, I improve my relationship with my community. Um, black folks, I love y'all, um, but my relationship with black folks at times is up and down, and I just want to make sure it's on the up and up and make sure that it's right and make sure that it's cool and make sure that, you know, I'm doing the things necessary to make us look good in the long run. That's my that's one of my goals this year. Number five, um my, prove my relationship with black women. I love y'all. I love y'all to death. Everybody that knows me knows I love black women. I love everything about them, um, and that they're the they're the goddesses of the earth. They're the they're the they're the gods of the earth. I don't care what anybody say. They're the gods, um, and I want to make sure that I'm nur- nurturing them and bringing them into their goddess. their their goddessness so to speak so um i just want to make sure that they're great and also i want to make sure that my relationship with black men is great as well because once black men are great then we can make black women great and then we can make each other great and then this planet is more balanced and better understood so i just want to improve those relationships with black men and black women. Black women, I love y'all, but I have to improve the relationship with y'all and I have to improve the relationship with brothers so that we're all connected as one and that we can all do the things necessary that we need to do. Um, And I'm going to volunteer more, do the things necessary that I have to do to improve the relationship of young black men as well, because right now they're a target um they're aiming at their heads right now and, and we they need more leaders they need old, more old heads so to say like myself um to show them the right kind of path but i can't be good for anyone if i'm not good for myself so improving myself is the first thing and then i can improve everything else around me so i'm gonna end this y'all i'm gonna get up off of here fat Boy chronicles Check me on YouTube, Fatboy Chronicles, Facebook, Lindsay R. Harris Jr., Instagram, Bolivar30. Um, Yeah, check me out, y'all. Twitter, Pooh312, get at me.